This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Talking Cowboys. Of course, always joined by the great Mickey, Rob, Brian, myself inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. And, and we've got to get into the Green Bay game. It's time to turn our attention away from the loss and to this week. As Garrett said, he's not even focused on last year's game. It's all about this week, this week, this week. But how are you guys doing? I know Mickey's watching up there to see the NFC Offensive Player of the Week was was none other than Todd Gurley. Shock- shocking. Absolutely shocking when you get 215 yards from scrimmage. I think we called that at the end of the game. Yeah. I think that wasn't surprising to Not at all. One. Breaking Not news. Yeah. He was outstanding. No he question. was outstanding. And the NFC Defensive Player of the Week last year against the Packers was David Irving. Of course, returning this week after his four-game suspension, he does not have to be activated to the 53-man roster until Saturday at 3 p.m. So, you know, guys, one day down, you were in the locker room yesterday, you heard a little bit from Garrett. Do you think you have a better idea of what might be a change there? I know we talked maybe Nolan Carroll, but Garrett said he's practicing today. I think they're going to go with Ben Wickery myself. That's, okay. just, that's just me. As the cut for yeah. Irving? Yeah. Has he made it easier? Kind of with what they've well, seen? Well, he just, just hasn't guess. done much. Yeah, exactly. And just these other guys are getting healthy. You know, he was added as insurance for initially for Jordan Lewis. So – you know, if you had to go light at a corner, I'd, I'd say he might be the guy. I'd, I'd say Carroll's experience. I would still want him as part of this group with so many. Yeah, he was guys. your starter against the yeah. Giants. Yeah. So that's probably why they would keep him around. Yeah, you don't want to let him go. Now, Ben Wickery, of course, wasn't active the first two games active. Or was he active? No, it was week three that was his first week active. Yes. Right. And didn't do a whole lot, like Mickey Special said. Special teams. Yeah. Special teams only. But – Positive news, positive news. We do ha- know that Awuzier and Carroll will be practicing today. We don't know exactly how much. I know, you know, we are kind of looking out there, seeing what was going on. We can't see too much, but at least they're back out there. And Awuzier, do you guys feel like that was enough time for him to rest that hamstring the two weeks? If he gets in a full practice today, I think you feel good about him going Sunday. Yeah. Can you dress him? You dress him over Carroll? Is that what you would do? Carroll, you still don't know about. Yeah, I mean, he's but if, they, if they both were protocol. healthy, if both were healthy, would you dress him over Carroll in this game? Yeah, I know we'll get into that. I I would lean towards yes, Uzie, yes, yeah. Mickey, why do you say yes? I just think that he, he's pretty good, and they want to get him on the field. And um, you know, Carroll. So Jason kind of skirted the question about if he'd been cleared from his concussion protocol. And I still think he's got to have a full practice and feel good the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like on Friday he had a full practice and didn't feel good the next day. That's why he, he was inactive. Uh, so he's still, he's still got a ways to go before he's cleared to play. So, yeah, I think Wouzier, you know, regardless. Yeah, I mean, it's the Packers and it's Aaron Rodgers. But it's the, the Packers. It's the Packers, but these young guys, the only way they're going to get better is to play. These, yeah. these young guys in the secondary. Lewis, Wouzier, Woods, all of them. They need to play. This is good experience. This is really good experience. Hey, this this good. will test your metal a little bit. This for will sure. test you guys. And this is the last game before the Cowboys bye week, which will happen 
in week six. But going back to it, Sean Lee and Hitchens will be limited in practice today. What do you guys think that, that translates to? I don't think Sean Lee's going to practice myself. Okay. I think that I think that just watching that, did you go outside? He's going to go go out there and do the drills. Yeah. Uh the warm up. Um and when I talked to him yesterday, uh he said he was close. Yeah. Uh I'm not there yet. I'm close. And he said we'll see how the week goes. And then I mentioned does close mean you got a buy coming up? Right. He goes we got to consider that. Yeah. He goes so I know I can't go out there and and re-injure this so he goes I've, i i can do a lot but i'm not 100 percent yet. I mean, if he re-injures it it's like see you in thanksgiving yeah you know that's the risk right. so now, i think they'll be well, very careful with that one i think hitchens may be ready to go hitchens and uh, walking out here hitchens and and smith we were inside linebackers when they were doing their blitz card stuff hitchens was playing uh was playing inside along with uh along with smith and they had a when they went and they had ninety five in their practicing at the one, with ninety six. So they were playing, they were playing Urban at defensive tackle, and they were playing uh, Collins next to him at the three. I didn't see Stephen Paya, so I was more curious about what they were going to do. Thirty three was on the field, like you said, that's a woozy, eh? uh, and Nolan Carroll was coming on with the second group, so they're practicing him right now. And so they were in base. Lee wasn't out there, no. but Hitchens was taking his place. Absolutely. And That's a good Wilson, sign. Wilson yep. and, yeah. and Smith. And when I talked, when I walked off yesterday with David Irving and we're talking about where he's going to play, dot of this and that, and finally he goes, you know, uh, one technique. And I said, seriously? He goes, yeah. yeah. He goes, I think they're serious about it. Yeah. So we'll see if they are, but why not? Yeah. I mean, when he was most effective against the Packers that game, he, he was inside the majority of the time. He mentioned inside yesterday. Yeah. Plans, but he said maybe all over, too. So he's, so, he's so, an option everywhere, really. So having I mean, you can said, play him anywhere. So having said that, and knowing they got to release somebody to get him on, Brian Price? Brian Price, a name, a guy from the if, Packers. If they're thinking he can play inside? I would, I would put, this is what I would do, I'd put Stephen Pye on IR. Is what I would do. Wow, you think he's really that limited yeah. right the now? The knee is that. He's not going to practice all week. So he hadn't practiced the last two weeks. Stephen Paya is not going to help you in this. And he didn't play like he was playing yeah. in training camp. He's not. He's not. It, this this would be a way that you keep him, you pay him, and it's it's kind of a nice thing. You don't have to let somebody go. Like you don't think this is something that can get better. Well, maybe I, I, with rest and they're they're trying or... they're trying to keep they try to rest him and and his it's not any better no. Yeah, I don't. I think weeks. this is something. They, they 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 took care of him during training camp too, and yeah, it never got one, better. This one of the preseason games. Yeah, yeah, never got better. This is you need now to move on. Now you got to think about okay, Mickey got you some good intel there. Put ninety five at the one. Put ninety six. You could flip flop him scheme wise. You could put 95 at the three and put ninety six at the one. You can move it around. You don't have to keep it that way. You can move it looks, Crawford inside. It, you, if you put need Crawford to. inside. It looks like Crawford's going to. He was in the first group. He was staying. He was at right end. So they're not thinking about moving him out of that spot. I know Mickey wants to get somebody over there that can rush the passer. I totally agree with him on that. So. But, you know, that's, I saw that's some what... fan questions after we were talking about Stephen Paya yesterday, and a couple of people were just wanting to clear up when Stephen Paya actually injured his knee. He did. He's, he's always it's had this condition. Yes. Okay, so that's probably why the confusion yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's a degenerative. He's, 
I, I don't know the official word. I'll ask somebody. But I, to me, if you're not practicing and you're playing games and you're not really helping the team playing games, then they need to make a move there. And yeah. if, if, it, if it costs you, if you're keeping him around because, you know, you're worried about – you've got enough bodies to handle the rotation. I wouldn't want to put somebody on the street that actually could help you. Man, I just, I just hate to hear that because of the camp he had – and you have this bye week coming up, and it's like maybe a week off, a couple but, weeks you can get managed. But if it's thing. not going to be a week, and then you know you need David Irving back. Yeah. What What do you want more, David Irving back there doing the things he was able to do at One Tech last year, or do you want a fifty percent Stephen? Well, Pia? I think well, it's going it to come. Matter. I think it's going to come down to him or back. Ben Wickery. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to Pia or Ben Wickery. It could come down to Carol if Mickey, like Mickey says, if Carol practices and they say. Wow, the, I'm still having headaches, and I'm, the lights bothering me, and all that stuff like that. Then maybe they make that move. But I just don't know how you could sit there and you know it, it just you know you're thinking you're kind of hoping oh the knee's going to get better, the knee's going to get better. They're resting him. He's playing yeah, in and games, practice. and, and he, yeah. yeah. Jason Garrett says, hey, we want all our guys to practice. Yeah, you know. So I don't hey. know. I don't. I don't. I don't think that that might be an option for you to look at. Okay. How did David Irving look to you yesterday, Mick? He looked good. He looked in shape, or what was what were your observations of him in person yesterday? Well, he had his clothes on, so yeah. Hey, that's he looked good, good in his clothes. That's in good. The locker room. Yeah, yeah. He said did. he'd been working out. Right. He's been boxing. Been I boxing. Like it. Uh, he does working out at Michael Johnson Performance Center, or whatever they call it. Yeah. In McKinney. Yes. Very close. McKinney. Yes. Yes. Uh, and he said that was kind of his normal day. He'd go in the morning and lift, run, do the workouts. And I said, yeah, but how about carrying your pads? And he showed me a picture. He was working out with his shoulder pads and helmet on. Right. So, you know, as much as you can do, it seemed like he was doing it. It sounds like his weight was about the same, maybe five pounds heavier than when he left. Uh, but he kind of controlled his weight and sounded like he was trying to eat better. So, yeah. Um, you know, we'll see after he goes out there. But usually the hard part is when you're off like that, you carrying your pads. Yeah. But he did the right thing. And those, the those guys that. are pretty sharp at that Michael Johnson. They are. They do a good job. So, uh, you know, we'll see. And, then, and the good part is now he can play because normally when you haven't played that long and had, had any contact after the game, man, you feel like you've been in a car accident, right? You're sore. Well, he's got to buy to recover from it. So right, that's it, pretty fortunate. So just get him out there, right? Maybe but they can get 25, 30 plays out of him. They need they need quality plays yeah. out of him. I mean, they need to find some. They need to they need to get something going inside. We thought coming out of camp that Paya and and Collins would be that. They've gotten they've gotten some out of Collins. I think he's helped uh, Lawrence on that left side. But they they need David Urban, and David Urban doesn't have. It'd be nice to say he would play like he did against Green Bay in that game last year. But if he could help them, you know, as you get into this, as we get into the to the to the Packers, to me, rushing Aaron Rodgers is not the right thing to do. That's not Ooh. the right thing to do. Contain, you got to contain. contain him. And th- and if it means playing Deacon, where 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 David Irvin can help you as a nose, and maybe uh, Malik Collins can help you as a nose, and you get a good rotation taking advantage of the Green Bay offensive line that's in a little bit of disarray. They're getting a couple of their tackles back, but they've had some issues there. You know, if you could take advantage of those things and, and find a way to keep Aaron Rodgers in the pockets when he gets outside, then you have to, when you chase him and then oh. now you're chasing receivers, that's the problem. Third and yeah. 20. Yeah. Third and 20. I know. Great insight from Mickey telling you about him practicing with pads and shoulder, you know, his helmet and everything. I wonder, you know, 
I know that these guys probably do just because they're so in tune with it, but I'd love it if he just watches like NFL Game Pass and gets to watch his watch the coaches film on his own and kind I, of see that. I asked him like, "What do you do watching these first four games?" And he said, "I just sit and sit in my house alone and watch it and and take notes and make mental." I mean, he said he was like a loner. You know, it's been yeah. tough being out, so being away from the guys is what he said. So and he's such a social guy. Yeah, hopefully a fresh body though. That's what you need. Yeah, Make fresh legs, right? Fresh body, fresh legs, fresh spirit too. You know, go and out there and he was a difference maker at Lambeau Field. Clearly, he, he won the he won the award. Can he get three force fumbles in nineteen snaps? Oh my yeah. god, I mean, that, that would be and you know, a sack. That, that was an incredible game. And it, he only had nineteen plays. Right? Nineteen snaps. You know, the Packers th- know who he is. <laughs> I think I remember, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember the you know one critique of him last season was hey he has these flashes of brilliance and you see him be so dominant on 19 snaps but then he's not consistent enough and you know I wonder how he was able to work on that in the offseason that might be something we go and ask him later this week yeah the fact that he went through all through training camp you know and got that work I think will help but you're right when you talk with with Coach Marinelli about him, they, they were. They were like, yo, I need him to be that way every week. And you asked yeah. him after the after the, the the player of the week, he was he he was he said, Hey, he played well, but I need him to do that every week. He, you don't need David Irvin or any of these defensive linemen to play well three or four games in a row and then disappear for five games. That that's that's the that's a that's a big issue right there. Physically he's got every tool you need to play at any position on the line. He's got the long arms, he's got the power, he's quick for a guy who's six seven, six eight. I mean, he really you watch him and you see him in person. You're like, this guy could be a Pro Bowl caliber player. Yeah. Just watch, looking at him and seeing some of the flashes that he has. I never wanted him to play for the Cowboys more than last week when there were seven field goals because he was the last Cowboys player to block a field goal against the Seahawks in 2015. Well, in this game too, and you make a point, not so much about the field goals, which is you're absolutely right, but the way Aaron Rodgers throws the ball in the middle of the field, he'll sidearm things to try and find gaps. Swat it down. Yeah, if you know if you're if you can get a little bit of a push, get up in his face. That that's where I think Cincinnati did some good. Tack the middle of the pocket, squeeze him, and then make him have to throw out of the middle of it. But he'll throw some ball sidearm on you, and you know you get a guy like David Irvin gets hands up. You know, maybe you get a couple passes knocked down that might have gone to a, an open tight end or somebody in the middle of the field that they like to attack with. Absolutely. And Ryan Switzer also talked yesterday in the locker room. Of course, everyone wanted to ask about the muffed punt and how he was able to handle that and what he'll do moving forward. I thought it was interesting how he said, okay, I've dealt with this before. He fumbled a punt as a freshman at North Carolina in a game against Virginia Tech. Then in the next eight games of that year, Switzer not only remained as the punt returner, but had a nation leading five punt returns for a touchdown and seven overall in his whole time at college. So, you know, I think that's great. Yeah. That's college football. Completely right. different animal. Right. But he at least has the mentality well, to say. You've seen him do it. Yeah. You've seen him do it. North Carolina is on a high level. I mean, you're playing ACC football. He had the he had the, fump, the fumble. I, I hope it doesn't take his aggressiveness away because one of the things I appreciated about him in the Arizona game was his willingness to take the ball and go forward and try and make something happen. Even- you know, you're going to have mistakes in games. You're going to have it was a it was a it was a terrible mistake to happen at that particular time because it gave the Rams momentum. You know, it, 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 Mickey was right about that. That was really a turning point in the game. But if you if you all of a sudden now he turns into a fair catch machine, you might as well put Cole Beasley back there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he he went into that game. Yeah, everybody will see 88 back there. He went into that game aggressive and maybe overly aggressive. Even those two early kickoff returns, you probably could have just taken a knee there and and taken the touchback. He wants to be a difference maker, and so give me that guy over a guy who's hesitant and and tiptoeing back there. But there's a line, and you've got to make you've got to make good decisions. And he didn't. You know that was a bad decision on the punt return. Did, did he have another punt return after that? No. They never punted again. No, never punted again. Or did they punt the first possession of the second half? Second half. I need to look back at that. They did. They caused the fumble. It was a third down. Yeah, they did. I don't. I, le- I left my play-by-play upstairs. No wait. Maybe I. I, I do my... remember him being back there, and it was just like. Ugh. I brought my play-by-play. How about that? What are you doing? Yep. But it does happen, and you know, I think he's taken full ownership of this, which is a nice thing to see, especially as a rookie who's who's going to be blamed for a lot if you're ever going to be a punt returner or doing those types of things where it could make that kind of difference in a game. Yeah, yeah that's they, they punted they did six, punt. 62 yards. It was, a six, it was the one that, that went over his head. He didn't right. have a chance to catch it. He can't chance to catch He had nice. it backed up. Yeah, they punted. The Rams punted from their own 24 and it's 62 yards. Brian's exactly right. Like, you need him to stay aggressive because we keep talking about this Cowboys offense. Okay, they're, they're stalling here. They're stalling there. They need, a, they need some juice to get them field position, get them in better spots to be able to score points. Yeah, I think it's also interesting to talk to Dan Bailey this week and ask him, like, just kick it through all the way through on kickoff return. Don't even let them have a chance here because that made a difference in the game too. Oh, well, that was was their guy taking a chance too. You look at, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, when you you have – yeah, Farrell Cooper is, you know, he's an aggressive player, too. And he, you know, he saw an opportunity. It was a well-executed play by them, too. I the, think the way they, they were trying to get too fancy with the kickoff, like leaving it purposely short and going down and covering it. And they didn't cover it. Didn't cover it very well. Because right. if you think about it, his return was 66 yards, and it was to the 34 or 35. Mm-hmm. So he was Just catching that ball to go ahead line. and put it through the uprights. Yeah. 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 Especially at home. Especially at home where yeah. you know you can control the environment. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm sure he'll be looking at Mason Crawford. Crosby this week like <laughs> I'm gonna have a good game yeah, this week absolutely hey we'll get more into the Packers right when we come back from our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio you guys can call us numbers 214-872-2102 be right back we the entertainment loving people demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T what else do you want a unicorn maybe only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages get AT&T unlimited plus our best wireless deal on unlimited data plus save $25 per month on direct TV it's entertainment your way after 22 gigabytes of data usage AT&T may slow speeds plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off $25 direct TV savings requires AT&T unlimited plus credit start within three bills service prices subject to change other usage speed fees charges and restrictions apply see att.com slash unlimited for details hey Cowboys fans Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag TroopThanks, that's hashtag TroopThanks, and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. 
It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst froze deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Crane Rider! You ride the wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Crane Rider! When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Pick up an ice-cold 20-ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. This is Talking Cowboys. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet, Mickey. But seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John has a contour pouch and moisture wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands tommy john no adjustment needed shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20 percent off your first order tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys they should they should include press box in there yeah because taylor didn't see me squirming in my seat even though the cowboys weren't playing very why? well that second half not Im- at all images images why, why? images no i, I mean said press box too did she see you slamming your hand on the desk I think we both oh! did at one point. I don't know that. I, I don't think I did. We were just so about happy the 50, in the, the first half. It was like <laughs> How about winning. the 53-yard run? What did you do when you saw the 53-yard run? I just shook my head. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I know when we saw the 70-yard run by Alfred Morris, we were like, see, oh, Morris? <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Morris, is that coming, you? He was coming at you, wasn't he? Well, yeah, that, we were like. that slow running back, it I was, said. Yeah, and we were like, nope, that's Alfred. What? Oh, 46. Couldn't quite right. make it. And then, you know, I think we maybe we looked at each other or not, but Todd Gurley trying to do the hurdle in AT&T Stadium. Jeff Heath's not about to have that. Mm-hmm. I thought Jeff he played Heath that was, right. Jeff Heath was standing up completely. Like, I mean, it, But that's uh, how you want to do it, because if he yeah, put his head down, he yeah. would have hurdled right over it. Yeah. I'll tell you who needed some Tommy Johns last night, that Yankee catcher. Did you Uh-oh. see that? He needed, hot a, takes, hot he needed takes. a contour pouch. He needed something in the contour yeah. pouch. Oh, no. oh yeah. a foul tip. I have Where? no idea what this is about, but it's scary. <laughs> it was a foul tip. And it caught him right where you don't want. I mean, they had it on TV. Hello, everyone. We're talking about. And and as a matter of fact, when they showed the replay of the pitcher, the pitcher saw it and he put his glove over his face because he was going, oh, oh, boy. Hey, you know who won't need any adjustments this week is Chaz Green. He's back out there at practice. It's good. See what he does. Yeah. Hello, some hip soreness. Flare-ups. Yeah. Flare-up. Since no one can tell, we're waving at the people coming through here. If you take a tour here between 1130 and 1230, you can wave at us. You going to give a tour? No. I could give a tour. Tell me about Chaz Green, (laughs) Brian brought us. No, you should be excited that Chaz Green's back. I think that clearly the the weak link of the line last week watching the tape was was Jonathan Cooper. They had some issues there at that that left guard spot. Chaz Green has not – in my opinion, been a problem there. Yeah. So it would be nice to have him back in there. I, I think, though, you know, the Packers have got a couple of different things. Kenny Clark's a really good player for them who plays nose tackle, but they play a little bit like what the Rams did 
where they don't really play a true 3-4 defense. So you're going to see uh, Clark, and if Mike Daniels plays is another one, uh, you need to kind of take care of Mike Daniels. I think Mike Daniels and, and actually Zach Martin is going to be a really good matchup. Again, uh, Mike Daniels is dealing with a little bit of a, an injury uh, himself, so we'll see if he plays this week. But, uh, yeah, it, it, Chaz Green, you know, the, the hip and all that, it, it's something you just kind of – with him, I, I I I never feel like we're out of the woods with him. But but he is he is the best option you have playing that left guard spot right now. And so you know I, I think that the, having him back will will surely help this line in that in that regard. You know I think they got with Cooper. It looked like diminishing returns. They did. Like the more he played, the worse he got. Yeah. yeah. Or they figured something out it, after watching. It, him. Well, you know this, Mickey. I mean, you're you're dealing with Aaron Donald. And, I know, and, 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 I know, and and, and, I, and I'm not saying I'm not making any lie of that. You know, you're going to have plays. You just you're going to have plays where Aaron Donald's going to beat you once or twice, but don't let Aaron Donald beat you five times. Don't 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 you make don't become a handicap for the center. Don't become a handicap for the left tackle. Don't become a handicap for the for the offensive line. And I felt like that he was, and that's that's what you're. Uh, that's what you're up against. You're thinking a veteran guy and, and that he can handle the job. And, you know, if you look at the first three games, Chaz Green was a better player. I mean, just – and again, it's Aaron Donald. I get it. But, you know, he didn't handle him consistently enough. And, they, and they've got a tough matchup again this weekend. Yeah, now this is the second straight week for the Cowboys that they will be playing a team that played on Thursday night. A little bit different this week because the Cowboys will have a full week of practice not playing the Monday night game like they did last week. But – I mean, guys, that helps these teams more than people really imagine because now the Packers have a few extra days to get both of their starting offensive tack- tackles back. Maybe yeah. Bakatari, I never know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I remember you got it right. Year. Close Col- enough. And Balaga have missed three of their four games this season. But, right. I mean, you know, they were they were close, just like a Sean Lee type situation. And if you would have had ten days of rest, it's, it helps, sure. you know. And I, I hate to say that and blame the schedule here, but – you know, you're talking about Chaz Green. You just hope he, he's had enough time to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he has. I think being active for the game is a good sign that if he had to go play, they could have put him in. Um, but I think you said it yesterday. It didn't help Jonathan Cooper that he didn't get any reps that we know of. Yeah. And then Friday, all of a sudden, now he's the starting left guard. Mm-hmm. I, Veteran guy, though. At the worst possible matchup, I think, yeah. against the Rams you could have asked for. Yeah. See, I think the good thing with Chaz Green, it wasn't an injury. They – Jason called it. He had a little bit of bursitis, soreness. Yeah. So they had yeah. soreness in right. that in that hip. Right. So it wasn't like he had to overcome anything. And you can do stuff for bursitis. Um, so you know, we'll see where it goes. But at least it's encouraging. It sounds like he's maybe good to go. And I think it, from a trust factor, it eliminates somewhat the guessing that Frederick's got to do. Am I passing no, this guy off? There's no question. Mickey. And then all there's of a sudden, no, yeah. oh, no, I've got to yeah, go get him. Yeah, there, there, was, there, was clearly, there was clearly times when he felt like that he was in the right. And when you watch him play, if, if there's just a clear bust and it's Travis Frederick, you're thinking, no, something else happened here. Because Travis Frederick is one of the smartest players on this football team. He, he doesn't make mental mistakes. Will he make physical mistakes? Yeah, he'll make physical mistakes. But mental mistakes? No, he won't. So you could tell that there was, there were in a little bit, there was some problematic uh, snaps there where he was thinking, okay, this is taken care of. Well, now it's not taken care of. And he then now he's thinking it. Now he's scrambling. Not overthinking. No, he, was, he trusted. Yeah. He trusted that Jonathan Cooper 
could handle what was being done and yeah. trust his offensive line play. Those five guys trust each other. And you could, you could get coaches to talk about that. You know, they do it sometimes not even saying it to each other. They just know by look, okay, this is what this guy is going to do. And even though they worked with Jonathan Cooper a lot during the training camp and OTAs and stuff, though, there were still those snaps. Yeah, see, the thing that you guys are saying, you know, I guess makes people feel a little bit better. But, unfortunately, we won't get our official injury report for the Packers until later today. Right. Obviously, they're having to practice today. But a lot of their injured defensive tackles have kind of circled this game as a return date. Yeah. You know, you're talking about Mike Adams, a defensive tackle for them who was kind of beat up, and now he's thinking, this might be the game I'm ready for. Yeah. Well, thank, no, you, they, thank you, Thursday Night Football. Thank you. He's their, best, he's their best defensive lineman, in my no opinion. Doubt. In no my doubt. No doubt. And Kenny Clark would be the, the second best. So now, once again, you're talking about what controlled – you know, your strength of your team is, you know, you talk about Frederick and you talk about Martin. You know, the weak link was clearly Jonathan Cooper last week. The strength of the Packers, in my opinion, is is what they have inside with Daniels and Clark. So hopefully you match strength for strength right there. You know, uh, Tyron Smith has had good success, you know, working against Matthews. Mm-hmm. You know, he he has had success against him. You don't you don't worry about that. I mean, you last don't. week you really don't. Last week in the game, you know, you think about too with Robert Quinn. You know, he Robert Quinn is a, a quality rusher, and you know, and Tyron was able to eliminate him for the most part. So yeah, you you need you need that that assuredness inside uh, with those three guys. It was an interesting week one, of course, when the Cowboys were taking on the Giants, the Packers were taking on the Falcons, and they lost to the Falcons. And everyone was, or was that week two? Week that was two. Week, uh, two. Week, week two. Week two. Week two. That's right, because it was after the well, Cowboys was, got beat by the Broncos, and everyone's like, the Packers are getting beat by the the Falcons right now, and yeah. what's going when on we landed. there? Yeah, yeah, it was still going. Yeah. yeah. When we landed, and so how were you know Matt Ryan and those guys able to just kind of stall that uh, defense? Yeah, I think that to me, when you watched, they've got so many playmakers. Yeah. In Atlanta, and that, that with the Packers, they've had they've had issues in their secondary. Matter of fact, their secondary, uh, they're they're really not sure. I know Rob and I were talking about it today. They're really not sure of who they're going to start. They they've had guys in the game like they, they've had guys get benched. They've got guys have an injury problem. Devin House has a hamstring problem. Uh, they they benched uh, they benched Randall. Randall, uh, you know uh, Quentin Rollins at times has looked really bad at the nickel. Uh, Kevin King has been the starter. He carried. If you watch the Cincinnati game, you know he was the guy that uh, carried Green. So they've they've got issues there, you know, with their safeties too. They haven't they haven't really tackled well. Clinton Dix, Morgan Burnett, they like to play them in the slots. They have certain kinds of packages that they run. So yeah. if when we went back and watched, and I know I'm getting away from the Atlanta game, but if you go back and watch the playoff game last year, no, especially fair. the championship game, or not the champ, but the the game that was played here. They really struggled a lot with the crossing stuff. They, the Cowboys were able to make some plays with, with movement, crossing routes. They lost some guys. One-on-one, they lost Des Bryant. They lost Terrence Williams. They lost Jason Witten in some coverage. So the, 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 the issues that the, that the Packers have is their secondary. Now, the secondary, though, when you play the Falcons, you need to have that as one of your strengths to, to match up with what the Falcons have. And they just did a really poor job of that. 
And so that's where you got to look at right now. The last two times the Cowboys played the Packers, the offense wasn't the problem. No. If uh, I remember correctly with my notes here, they've scored 31 and 30 points against them the last two games. Right. Problem is they gave up 34 points uh, in the playoff game. So uh, you got to do a better job uh, of playing defense. They've moved the ball. They've scored. Um, so yeah, and, and if if I mean even if you look back to uh, you know they had 21 points in the playoff game in 2014 with the ball looking like it was going to be at the three yard line, right? And then the time before that, with Romo playing, they put up 36 points, right? Problem was Matt Flynn put up 37. Yeah, second half was it? The second half was a lot like the Ram game. It was very much like the Ram game. It was an avalanche game and. Yeah, I, I think that with the, the Packers, it's like Mickey said, it's it's the offense that you have to deal with with them. Yeah. It, and, and you find a way to slow down their offense, which will be very difficult to do. But their defense is can give up plays. I, I know we talked about the Rams' ability. You know, the Rams started that game really poorly on defense. And then all of a sudden, the Cowboys couldn't you know get any traction in the second half, run or pass. And now you're in a situation, you, you start to not – you get ahead of these guys in Green Bay, you know, they're not going to run the ball. That's their thing. I mean, with yeah. Montgomery the way he is. And then their backup's going out yeah, too, right? Exactly. So they're, uh, they're you know, Williams. Said, yeah, my play. Remember what happened? Remember what happened in the game at Lambeau Field? They had running back questions there. Yeah. This they did. team, this team, this team sixty percent of the time is going to throw the football. Montgomery's getting three point three yards a carry. Yeah. Their leading rusher. And after yeah. that it's Rodgers. So yeah. Yeah, they've struggled running the football. So they may have to – is it a – it's a rookie, right? Adam Jones? Adam Jones, yeah. Somebody told me – UTEP? Is that the guy from UTEP that was – Tweet us. Tell yeah. us. I was trying to remember. I did a show yesterday, and somebody brought his name up as he could be – It's the Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Yeah. So do you think this will be a game – And speaking of uh, Adams – Devonte Adams, right? They sounded like he may get out of the concussion protocol in time to play in this mm-hmm. game. You're right, Mickey. He did come out the other day and say, "Hey, I might be able to play for this game." And now Danny Trevathan obviously got suspended at first for two games. It's been reduced to just one game for that extremely hard hit he had on. Should have been four games. Yeah, it was hit. absolutely aggressive. So to see him say that he might be able to play this week is. You know, obviously, we're looking out for the Cowboys, but looking out for his health to see him back out there is always a sure. positive. So getting into the Cowboys offense and talking about how they can take advantage of this Green Bay defense. And, you know, I know Mickey just told you they put up an, a lot of points against these guys, but how can they continue to do so? Getting the ball to guys like Beasley and Witten, is that a possibility more so in this game? Well, it depends on what they how they – cover those guys Beasley and Brian's spoken to it and you go back and watch he's been doubled a lot he's been bracketed so the ball's got to go somewhere else it's got to go to Terrence Williams got to go to Bryce Butler Bryce Butler did a nice job on that touchdown of taking advantage of doubling both Beasley and Witten in that game so to me I'm interested to see a couple different things is Kevin King the rookie going to cover Dez yeah, because he shadowed. He didn't. He didn't carry him across the field. But and uh, they put him in slot. They didn't. didn't AJ Green. Yeah, he was on Julio Jones a little bit too. They have some confidence in this young guy. Six three, long arms, can cover. I, I want the Cowboys s- were going to draft him. I really did. He ended up going early second round, right? Early second round, Green Bay. Green Bay traded out of the round. Uh, they traded out of the round to 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 get the opportunity to get another pick and then to, to take him. So I, I clearly thought this guy was on their radar just because of the length and his ability. 
at the University of Washington. Really good player. I'm interested in that. I'm also interested in see how the Packers' run defense stacks up against the Cowboys because they do a little – it's not smoke and mirrors, but it's some exotic-type packages they do. And the Rams kind of had a similar type thing where you've got safeties acting as linebackers – this nitro package that the, that the nitro Packers have. Package. It's called, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, they've got basically four, three safeties on the field, three corners, three linebackers, only two down linemen. And so, like, on paper, you're thinking that sounds like a dream for Zeke, but they've done a decent job stopping the run at times this year with that. And, and the, the goal is to get fast, athletic guys on the field who can cover and play the run. Morgan Burnett's the guy that really stands out. He's their safety who can also play in the box and, and, and try to stop the run. So how does that stack up against Zeke? That's an interesting chess Well, they, they don't have Micah Hyde anymore. And Micah Hyde, if I talked about yesterday, had the interception in the playoff game that was a great read on his part. But Micah Hyde is one of those guys that traditionally has played uh, Cole Beasley in the slot. In the, the game that went back in, you yeah. know, in Lambeau the, for the playoffs, you know, he was a guy that was involved in a lot of coverage, little different packages, no longer part of the, the Green Bay, uh, you know, their secondary. So, yeah, they've struggled a little bit to replace him and, and his versatility. I think that's why there's so many questions. But the, the, in the Bears game, we were talking about the, the Nitro package and stuff. They felt like the fact that the Bears could run the football. With Jordan Howard. Yeah, they, they said, we'll play more base. That was their deal, to play more base defense you know, more base looks. And then and then because they felt like that they were going to run the football and then Mike Glennon wasn't going to beat them. Now with Zeke. So you, you scrapped know, the nitro package against Zeke. Yeah, you think you probably might want to scrap the nitro package against him just because you don't want to get into a situation where uh, all of a sudden they're gashing you on the run and then now you're having to, to try and scramble back to play run defense and then that opens you up in the secondary. I, don't, I, think, they, I think they go into this thing – trying to stop the run first, and then saying, okay, let's see if Prescott can beat me uh, throwing the football. He's had success against them last year in the playoffs and then at Lambeau Field. So it's a dangerous uh, a slope that the, that the Packers are on right now if they don't match up in which direction that they go. See, what the Cowboys have to do, go back to your question about Beasley, is quitting being in so many third and longs. Yeah. Because now if they leave a linebacker in the middle of the field – they're going, they ain't going to hand it to Zeke on right. third and seven. Right. It's a pass play. So now there's more congestion in the in the backfield there, defensive backfield there, for Beasley to run his little in and out. He can't go in if the linebacker's standing there or whoever they are acting like playing linebacker. You know, they, they've uh, – would you like to see them, though, run the ball more on second down? I, I, I don't just, have a problem with that. Just they got to get out of third and long. I, I, I looked it up again. They had – they had uh, 32 attempts at third and six or more. Yeah. Wow. And they've only converted eight. Yeah. That's 25%. Ooh. Yeah. Well, last game, third and long is technically third and seven. Third and six okay. is, is well, kind of third medium. Yeah, he's right. Nine of, nine of 14 the other day was third and seven or worse. Yeah. And, and, and so they we converted talk about, seven of 14 overall. Yeah. We talk about them being more efficient, but they still, Dak was still in positions where it's like, mm, this is not a uh, true. Oh, I see. manageable situation necessarily. I was watching Tom Brady throw the ball the other night, the other day against Carolina. He got in some situations and he was missing plays. I mean, we talk about the accuracy problems and hey, the, one of the greatest in the league. You know, they, there's if you get guys in third and long situations, they're going to miss throws. I mean, defenses. That's what they want you to do. It's, you know, we we talk about. I think that's why Jason Garrett, when they asked about the third and nineteen, you know, the, in the playoff game, that he kind of to himself like, my gosh, you had it right where you wanted. 
But you know, because quarterbacks generally, I, I think they're. I think the Cowboys had two third and twenty situations last year, and neither neither one the offense converted. A lot of times when you get in that situation, if it's third and twenty, you're handing off and saying, "We'll yeah, fight we'll, another, we'll fight, fight another down. day." Yeah, I made a Hall of Fame play. play, but they got to get out of those so many yeah. third and longs. Yeah. That's too many. Yeah, too many, too many problems there. But we can talk about it more. We can get over this in the third segment here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We'll be right back. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus, save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. This is Talking Cowboys. This is Papa John's Pizza. Ooh. Ingredients, veggies, pepperoni. I bet even the sausage is good. Too. Oh, everything. all we talk about is the pepperoni, but I bet that sausage is 100% pork and beef. No, can't have beef in your sausage. You gotta have pork. Okay. And it's gotta be 100% USDA approved. And with ingredients like that, you got better pizza, and it's Papa John. Absolutely. Ain't that the truth? Well, before we get to the phone no line, fillers either. we're going to get to Rob's poll. So, Rob, we'll get to your poll, and then we'll get to the phone line. So, hit us with what the fans were saying. I got – we got a lot of votes on this one. And and this is not a happy poll, guys. This is uh, some of the toughest memories in this rivalry with the Packers, and there's four of them. Okay? Third and 20 last year, Jared Cook – the Dez catch that wasn't. Mm. And then we go all the way back to all the folks from 1966 who were on Twitter. I'm sure that Mickey's won. Mickey, you were there. 1966 NFL championship game. Don Meredith, the interception at the very end. Or Bart Starr in the Ice Bowl with the touchdown late to beat the Cowboys. Those Lambeau. were two painful losses in a row Ooh. for him. Anybody Man. got a vote? As I was sitting in my, on my couch uh -oh. cheering for the Packers. I never got down <laughs> to this side. I was three years old. You but traitor. I, yeah. It's only I, 50 years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, only. I never go down to the sidelines during the game. I usually stay sitting next to Mickey during the games. But, of course, playoffs, you're a little bit different, and we thought we were going to do some, oh, we'll get some videos of the players excited after the game. So I'm down there. I'm standing right there. as like third and 20. Th no way. Yeah. Jared Cook just toe-dragged it in. <laughs> Unbelievable play. Can I vote? Yeah. I'm going to vote on the catch. You were there. It, it happened basically 10 feet away from me. 
And I and I that that one I will never that play I I'll be at the old folks home in Costa Rica complaining about and, that and play? I'll be sitting in a chair and, and Taylor will walk in and goes Brian what bothers you I, that that play in Lambo that was <laughs> terrible it was still it was a catch so you will was, let me into your yeah. into your bar I appreciate yeah. that yep. will Mickey be allowed absolutely oh good oh good good, good. have some old style beer well Brian the fandom agreed with you seventy four percent say the Des catch and I agree because. Of all those plays, that's the most controversial. That's the one people are still talking about. What is a catch in the NFL? And they use that one as the example. It's still discussed, and it will be, like Brian said, like 30 years from now. Nothing will be more devastating for Cowboy fans than the Ice Bowl because yeah. they had that game won. Even if that was a catch, they were still going to have to play defense against Aaron Rodgers sure. for three more minutes. Well, you should have yeah. voted then. I did. With an injured Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, who it, couldn't run. You know what's funny about, though? Do you feel like last year, you know, you had home field through the playoffs? Do you I know. Feel, from, do you, a, from a practical standpoint. Yeah. Do you, oh, feel, you, like, do you feel you like... one more game to go. Yeah, you were yeah, going into all, overtime. Yeah, yeah you, you know, the, the catch... Now, I'll tell you what. I, I do know this. It, it, making the catch, you know, you'd have to go into Seattle the next week. And Dallas had already won a big game at Seattle that year. Yeah. I mean, you've, uh, Seattle was not gold twice. Yeah. And if you remember, Seattle was awful the first half of that game against Green Bay up there. And I, to me, it's what was your best shot to get to the Super Bowl? To go to have Atlanta come home to beat him at home, or you go to Seattle and get to the Super Bowl that way? I think if they had beat Green Bay, and this is just an assumption here, if they beat Green Bay in overtime in AT&T Stadium, a lot of people, just from talking to different folks who were going to travel down for the playoff games, said they were waiting you know, for that NFC Championship game to be at AT&T Stadium. They weren't going to go to the divisional game, just kind of right. know, wait it out. And then, of course, it didn't go that way. AT&T Stadium would have been bananas. It would have been rocking. would have been bananas. What do you yeah. think? I'm sorry. Ice well, bowl. I was just going to say, a yeah. rookie quarterback taking them like that? I'll yeah. still say the Ice Bowl. You were winning. You were going to win the NFL championship. It was a championship. With 13 yeah. seconds to yeah, go. True. You were going to the Super Bowl, and they have no timeouts, and they're going for it. Yeah. Because if they if they don't score on that, game's over. Yeah. Right? Go ask Tech Schramm what he thought of the call. Yeah. Dumbest call ever in the history of the NFL. He should have. He should have kicked, kicked the field, field goal, goal, sent it into overtime. I think so. But he was worried about kicking it yeah. because the field was so frozen. So yeah. think about it. You went to Green Bay in their polar bowl, polar bear weather, and you had them beaten. Well, I lived five years of my life in that polar bear weather. You had <laughs> them beaten till the last well, thirteen seconds Mick, of the game. You know, as Jason Garrett asked about third and twenty today. We're on to Wednesday's practice. No, that was your poll. I know, yeah, but we're, we're focused I'm on I'm supporting Wednesday my now. 67 game. All right. He's I'll tell you what, that, yeah, you know what, That's he's not wrong, though. It, it, a guy that People just don't remember it. don't they remember it. Yeah, it. no, no. It, it, trust me, I, every time I, I tell somebody, Rob. when I live there, when I live there like and I told dream. people I'm from Dallas, that's the first thing people at a bar remind Ice me. Bowl. Yeah. And you know what? There was only 50,000 people at the, in the stadium. But they were hold. all there, right? But, but anybody who lived in Green Bay was at that game. Seriously, they must have had 100,000 people said they were there. That stadium held 50,000 people. I remember turning to my dad and going, what's he doing? Yeah. I go, if they don't score, they're going to lose. They couldn't kick that field goal, Mickey. He couldn't make those. I don't think they could have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they could have because there was no footing. Are you typing a fake story? I, I could have. Yeah? 
where he realized his dream was to work alongside us one day. Yeah. And to get to phone lines here, there we on go. Come a Talking long Cowboys way from that today. game to get to Nebby, right? To get to Nebby. Nebby, we have you on the line. What is your question, sir? Uh, 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 hi, everyone. Um, listen, quite honestly, uh, 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 quite honestly, in order to beat the Green Bay Packers at, at home this Sunday, we have to maximize our possessions, uh, 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 control the clock, and uh, 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 by maximize our possessions, I mean score touchdowns, of course. And, of course, we have to make uh, stops uh, 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 when we need to somehow, uh, uh, some way. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I take care. Thanks for being patient with me, and have a great week. Bye. Nebby always brings the knowledge here. He well, nailed it, too, because... Can't uh, give away possessions. Green Bay's yeah. number one in red zone offense. They are. 11 of 14 uh, times they've why? scored a touchdown. Yeah, they score when well, they get down deep. I mean, you know, we're talking about their running back questions, and yeah, we know we, they've got Aaron Rodgers, and he's just so dynamic. But they have these, like receivers that you just never know you can't really count on them okay marty b yeah of course yeah you know yeah, marty b yep marty b he might be the difference maker in this game and coming in with a little vengeance yeah <laughs> against the dallas cowboys he's gonna see mickey and just tackle him can't wait to see marty b yeah. you're gonna tell him hi they only the cowboys only have three takeaways yeah. There's only five teams in the league that have fewer. They right. want, they so want that 40. So if, if you're going to make mistakes, you better cause the other team to make some mistakes too. And, and they're sitting there at minus one right now uh, in, in uh, turnover differential. Yeah, you got to be better than that. And, and they're, I, yeah, they're not going to get to 40 at this rate, are they? No. What's no. amazing in three and four, <laughs> so what does that come out to, 12? What is amazing about you talk about turnover differential and you, and I, in that playoff game, that's another thing last year, you think. How did Rodgers hold on to that ball when oh. Jeff Heath hit him in the back? Oh, my god! I've seen quarterbacks get hit less, and that ball come flying out of there. You and, know, and I asked Heath after the game, and he said, no, I never felt like he was going to fumble the ball. But you watch the play, and it's – There's how some did he... violence when he hit him. Yeah. And, and Rodgers, I mean, you see his, his hands, like, snap forward, and, like, and, and Skandrick was right there to pick it up. That's yeah. your game, right? I mean, that, that just shows you what you're doing. But – you guys are right. The turnover aspect of it, they just haven't got their hands on, you know, enough passes. They they haven't they, – the fumble the other day, they get a sack, strip sack, and it's on the ground. And First play of the half. He's looking for it. I mean, you know, he's trying to find the ball, and then they fall on it. it Miss no, those, are fr those are frustrating things. And then if you can and, – and, and watching that Cincinnati game, I think in his career, Aaron Rodgers has only thrown two pick sixes, and he threw one in the Cincinnati game. So if he throws you one, and, and the Cowboys took advantage. I mean, they, Barry Church got one last year in the regular season. Barry, he was a terrible pass he threw. Jeff Heath, if you remember, if they don't get the illegal contact by Brown, he's going to make a second one back in the back end there. You know, So if he's going to throw you one, take, make, advantage. take advantage of it because you're not going to get many of those opportunities. It's like Peyton Manning. You know, he wouldn't throw a lot at the end of his career, and then when he did, it was like these guys made it oh, their mission to R just. Well, Randall Cobb fumbled too in the Bears game. The yeah. first they threw him a slant, one-handed catch on a slant, and he fumbles the ball 
you know, you, you just, the Packers don't make a lot of mistakes, but if you can get them to make one, don't, don't, Tyrone, don't let it go. Yeah, Tyrone let it Crawford go. is a, is a good guy, and he he's a guy that will stand in front of his locker and take the hard questions. Yeah. I think it would be interesting to talk to him this week about it's right there. Oh, he watching he just that couldn't tape find just it. Must be nightmare. Yeah. He just couldn't him. find it. That Anthony Brown had yeah. a chance for a pick. Yeah, you know, missed it, ops is what they call him. It'll be thirty-one sixteen to start the second half. Because yeah. the ball was right there at the five yeah. yard line. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna run 10. the ball with Zeke, and yeah, it's gonna yeah. You're going to score? Yeah. Hopefully they run 16. the ball with Zeke. There has not been a We need a 165-yard game from Zeke. Yeah, there's no, need one of those. no decision. We had 191 in this regular season. Yeah, game. need one of those games from Zeke. Need yeah. some creative play calling too, Tay. I'm sorry, too. No, Remember the thing with, with Beasley, like he faked like I he was going to – I love that. He faked like he was going to block and then he speed out, you yeah. know, and – and then you got the the jet sweep that kept a drive. I think the I think the fact that the Cowboys were able to score right before half, you know, they 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 got, they convert a key third down, and then all of a sudden now they're driving the ball, and he throws to Bryce Butler for a touchdown. You know, those are that's and I, I'm just looking at the Packers. They're one of the worst teams in the league so far in allowing into half points. So keep that in mind too. That's a positive here for the Dallas Cowboys. They get a shot. Keep hey. that in mind. We're going to get to our phone lines. We have Stanley from New Jersey on the line. Stanley, what's your question? Hey, guys, man. I, I, I watch you guys all the time, man. I just want to know because I'm, I'm down in the dumps. I <laughs> want to know, do you think we really can make a push to go deep into the playoffs? Okay. And I'll and I just listen to you guys. Once again, I listen to you guys all the time. And I live in Camden, New Jersey. I'm across the bridge from Philly. So I get all the Philly yeah. gripe from the Not Eagles. easy. Yeah, yeah. Not easy. Well, hey, I like that he's just getting a little bit excited about this. Yeah. Maybe some of the Packer talk gets him back. Stanley, let's focus on winning the NFC East again. Yeah. And Can it, they? And you get into the playoffs, <laughs> yeah. then you just never take know what's going to happen. That's right, Jason. Yeah. you got to get in first. Let me ask you this, though. Who's the best team in the NFC? Who do you have the most confidence in? No, no, I'm just saying, Cowboys. though. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to think about, just to try and answer this question, Mickey, but you're absolutely right. Is there really a dominant team, Kansas City? This, what you saying? Is so, there so. is there really a dominant team in football right now? In football, other than Alabama, the Chiefs. I mean, they're undefeated, but I think in the AFC, you still look at Tom Brady and New England, think they'll get it together. So two and two. Yeah. Well, it's it's still early. You mean you can get it together at two and two? I don't know. Are the Buffalo Bills for real? Are they a contender? <laughs> or a well, they went to. That's what I'm saying though. There's yeah. a lot of teams that you're kind of thinking. You know, could could have been. You know, and and it's only to the quarter pole, but yeah, if you if you could, it's going to take it's going to take going and winning some game. I mean, the, the Ram game is a terrible game because now you got to find a way to make up a game. You're going to have to find a way to beat a Green Bay. You're going to have to find a way to beat a Kansas City. You're going to have to find a way to beat an Atlanta. You know, you're going to have to win your division, but yeah, you know, you're, you're going to need. You're going to need to go win one of those games to kind of put you in a position where you know you can you can have another run at it. I know they got a lot of injuries on their defense the other night, but the Redskins look for real. I mean, I enjoy yeah. watching Kirk Cousins play. Their football. offense, yep, offense looks strong. Um, and now Doxon got a shoulder injury on that last final catch, no catch there for him. And I was surprised yep. how well they played in Kansas City. I thought they played to, excellent. To beat, to beat Oakland and, and, and Mickey's. Don't go to sleep on Detroit, by the way. Yeah, that's another, that's another one. Yeah, that is another one. The, the lion doesn't sleep at night. Yes. That, I, that to me is, I, I kind of think about the. Heck of a transition. I think there. of the lions, though, 
the quarterback has done a great job, and they've won some really, really some tough games, some gritty games. Beat Arizona in a gritty game. Uh, they beat uh, Minnesota in a gritty game last week. Yeah, so, they did. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about – Stafford showing you why he got paid. Yeah. What about he, the Rams? <laughs> Oh, yeah. the Rams, See, and dude. That's, and that's the other thing. It's like, They're yeah, stacked. everybody feels like the Cowboys should have won that game. Maybe you should give credit to the Rams to some degree. No, for I, putting up 35 points, which is their average this year. It's not <laughs> like they're averaging 10 points a game, and I then think they let them. I mean, they're pretty talented They play Seattle team. this weekend, don't they? I believe they do. That's the other team I was going to mention the NFC is, you know, you get in a playoff situation where you got to go to Seattle against Ugh. that defensive no. line. No. That's another team that by the end You'll of the You'll know thing, about Seattle, though. and You play them in November at home. I mean, excuse me, December at home. So I'm just, just trying to answer the, the man's question. There's, just, there's a lot of good teams in the NFC. I think the Cowboys get back to what they do well. They're going to be part of that mix. Check, I, check I, with us at Thanksgiving. That's what Parcells, Is that when you know who you Parcells, really are? Right? Parcells would always say that. You know check who you are. Check with me at Thanksgiving. Check with me at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, you look at this team from last year. Week four, After week four, they played San Francisco, beating the Bears, beating – Redskins and obviously lost to the Giants in week one, but you still were a little bit unsure if this was for real or not. At least I'm speaking for myself here. Yeah. You know, because there were so many questions with the 49ers. The Bears looked to be not as good as they were. They had Jay Cutler was out that game. Right. Yeah, it, it's 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 how the schedule falls sometimes where you get guys are you know, guys coming back, guys not coming back and you look know. at the Packers last well, year. Well just pa- don't evaluate this year off of last year. Yeah. Yeah. Analyze what you're seeing this year, not what teams did last yeah. year. Because yeah. it's, it's not the same team. It's yeah. not the same Cowboys. If you team. think though that you could if you're having some success on some plays, you might now the other team will say, Well, listen, we gotta worry about these. But with the Cowboys, I think it's a lot about offensive execution. It really, really is. It's not the same team, but it's the same philosophy. They still want to do the same things offensively. Oh, I understand. So, they do. But you still gotta do you gotta still execute sure. yeah. the philosophy sure. and and you got different personnel, and it's right. not the same team. It's and not the so same team. It's just it's easy to look at to see like okay patterns here. How have certain trends? Teams, yeah, you, you I know, mean think how long last year everybody was waiting for the next shoe to fall. Like yeah, hey, this uh, is too yeah. good to be true. This, well, they were so young. Dad can't pl- Dad yeah. can't play. He this can't well. play. Some point yeah. he's going to fall apart. Yeah. And then as soon as they lose one, and then don't play as well against Minnesota, it's like oh see here we go. And I think the opponents they've played on defense have had a lot to do with what we've seen. That's just me. It's, it's funny, though. You know, we're going to have to end this show soon. But the Rams, it's like about time. You have about every draft <laughs> pick you, you wanted over there. Well, finally, yeah. we have a game that somebody could say, okay, there's the first place schedule. Yeah. Because the reason they're playing Green Bay is because they finished in first place. Yeah, all the other games other than Atlanta are all everybody else playing the yep. same team. Same teams. And then we'll be in the bye week next week, just desperate to talk about a Cowboys game again and understand it all. So when's the last time they lost two in a row? Oof. 2015. Yeah, they lost a lot yeah, in the last yeah, two yeah. games. Yeah. January 3rd. Well, six yeah. in a row, I think, at one time. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow at 1130 a.m. Central Time. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?